All right, we are going to start. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 218 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. And this week, we have a fun, chill uh, episode with just kind of a roundtable of people, um, friends of the show. We have, of course, Des Raven tonight as co-host along with me. We do not have sin, but we lose one sin. We gain three other people. We have friends of the show, Rodimus, RNG Gator, Miner. How are you guys doing? Well, I'm told I have to act like sin, but enjoy white sauce, though. That's what I was told. I'm so do you like white sauce? Oh, I love white sauce. Okay, white so sauce. then yeah. you're invited. Aren't, yeah, and RNG likes white sauce, Miner. What about Absolutely. You? Okay, we're in good company. Yeah, we're, we're all good now. We're all good. We're all on the same page. I'm glad we're, we're all right. coming from... Lights you know, in and around my mouth, please. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like, what do they have, like, counseling? We're all on the same page. We're all coming from the same spot, so we're all, we're all friends here. <laughs> Hi, my name is Rodimus, and I like white sauce. <laughs> Hi, Rodimus. Hi, oh, Rodimus. <laughs> When's the last time you had some white sauce? Uh, three days ago. Okay. Nice. Okay. Sounds Does good. Does ranch Kyle has white sauce? Yes. I made, I made okay, an I egg had just, salad had sandwich. <laughs> you had eggs, and you had some today, RNG, some ranch? Yep. Yep. Nice. I don't, sometimes, okay, I, when I said it, I said like ranch. I don't know why I said it like that. Okay. I'm, from, in. I'm from the south. You're not hurting my feelings. So you're making fun of you, are Yeah, but I don't talk like that. But for some, it just kind of came out. I was like, yeah, you had some ranch, but I, you know, normally it's, I don't have that type of accent. I'm, I'm glad I could help. Get that twang in your voice going on. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, everyone, let's see. Um, let's just talk about what other things we've been doing real quick because. Um, I saw RNG. You're playing Spider-Man. How is that game? I love it. I'm just trying to finish it. I keep coming back to it. I'm mm-hmm. about 62 percent of the campaign done. I'm just run- I- I'm at the point of just running around trying to complete everything. I'm trying to 100 percent it, and I'm probably never going to beat the game at that rate. But you know, what the hell? One of those games has tons of stuff in it. Oh yeah, I go to every district and just try to do everything I haven't done. Yeah. Oh. Right on. And, I've been playing um, Diablo 4 also, but I haven't you, been back there since I went on vacation. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Nice. And, um, you know, we haven't really talked about, you know, the Final Fantasy is out. Uh, anyone play that? I heard the demo was amazing. I finished the demo yesterday, and it was really good. I was really impressed. My son so. bought it for the PS5. My son bought it, and he's loving it. I I don't get into the Final Fantasy games as much as he does, but he's he's been playing it nonstop. Well, there's a good news. Uh, yeah, about this one in particular. Um, and that is, if you're not a huge fan of RPGs, this might be the Final Fantasy for you. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture uh, here that almost makes it look closer to Diablo than, no, than not Diablo. before. Um, okay, man, we're looking at the wrong picture. Close. Well, no, the thing is, well, the thing is, uh, after Devil May Cry 5 came out, uh, the that was in charge of developing that combat, 
left Capcom. He was hired by Square Enix and put on Final Fantasy 16 to help with that combat. So if you're a fan of action games like Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, that yeah. style, yes, you're going to love. Yeah, you're going to love this uh, because this is the best action RPG Square Enix has ever produced. I haven't been able to get my hands on it, but from mm. people that have not only played other Final Fantasies, like 15, for example, which was not a great action feel. Um, and transitioning to this, and we're also other fans of other action games. This is just, it's fantastic. Yeah, Batman wrote that too. Plays a little like Devil May Cry. Yeah, if you say it plays uh, like the, Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, then I'm going to love it because I love Bayonetta. I have yes. it on the Switch. Yes. Uh, it was, just, just playing the demo, I already, and, and I was one of the few that really liked, uh, what was it, 15? And yeah. just playing the demo of 16, I already, like, it's like, this seems like it's going to be better than 15 was. Yes. I have, like I said, I haven't been able to get my hands on it, but I've already watched through the entire freaking story. Um, because I need help. <laughs> <laughs> you get on the right time to do that. that. We all knew that. Days. They need help a lot of times, so. <laughs> I, I I need help, um, but no. This this story is absolutely uh, fantastic. Uh, it is basically everything I thought it was going to be because of the person in charge, um, which <laughs> uh, f- from the fan, like I forget his real name because to the fans he's known as Yoshi P. Um, and I think it's Yoshinori. Perhaps I, I forget. Like I said, because mainly when I hear about him, it says Yoshi P. But this is the guy that, after Final Fantasy fourteen failed, uh, they put him in charge to reboot it and relaunch it, and it has become an extraordinarily successful MMO ever since. All right, on. I mean, this is so, a this good. Is that guy. This is a great summer to have other games while I'm not playing Destiny. There's so much on my list. I have I started Zelda, got sidetracked by Diablo 4, Final <laughs> Fantasy I'm interested in. I mean, there's yes. tons to do with these huge, huge games that aren't just like little small, you know, like all these games can easily be put in 100 hours or more. And okay, I have plenty to do. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but also don't. <laughs> don't underestimate 16 though if when you get into it it may play more like an action game but this is still like a 40 hour ish like rpg game so yeah <laughs> don't, don't expect an 8 to 10 hour romp um this is still story heavy um but the, uh, again the story is absolutely fantastic um hilariously uh, cuz uh, reading through, like, the developmental notes and such, uh, apparently one source for at least, like, the tone and feel of this game was uh, the dev team all, like, bought and watched the box set of Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> um, I believe it was season four uh, that they mentioned specifically. But yeah, they like looked at that and it's like, okay, we want this kind of like feel and like, you know, look to a degree. And uh, 
it's pretty successful, I'd say. Um, it, it does take like the good parts of uh, like a political power struggle and really puts like a, a good twist on it. So yeah. Rodimus, any other games you're playing besides Destiny? I've been kind Yoshida, of into Cyberpunk for a little bit. Um, Cyberpunk? I've upgraded yeah. my uh, graphics card and my uh, monitor. So I was able to go enjoy that a little bit better than the first time I played it. Nice. And that DLC is coming out, what, August, September or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like August. Okay. Late August, early September, I think. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yes. Hey. So I'm playing a different character that I did last time, so get a new perspective on it. So. Before I forget, because Minor, you have not been on our show before, if I'm I have not. So I have some questions for you. For All people right, to get to it. know Minor. All right, tell us your name. No, we know your name. <laughs> Where are you from? Your last social security number and yep. your mother's maiden name. And the, yeah, and then we're good. Then you can just leave because we'll have all your information. Don't forget <laughs> your go. credit card number before yep. you leave either. One. Oh. Oh, but Minor. Okay, so you've been in the community for a bit, but I just have a couple basic questions and then um, uh, we can talk about that. But. These are just fun questions. Where's one place you would like to live other than where you currently live? And you can tell us where you currently live if you'd like. Oh, uh, right now I'm living in Central Oregon. Um, oh, where? Uh, Bend. Bend. Um, we have a property up in southern Washington near Vancouver, so I'm always in oh. the Portland area. There you go. Yeah, it's right. a uh, big, big tourist season here, so um, you got a lot of uh, just a lot of outdoor attractions. So we get a lot of tourists to come here um, any time of the year. Uh, like where I live specifically, you could drive to, I think, three different um, ski resorts in the wintertime. Within, I think the closest one is about 20, 30 minutes away. Nice. So, yeah, the biggest one is like an hour away. So, yeah. Um, anywhere else? Uh, hell, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I never thought about it. Yeah, it's okay. And you Probably do live in a pretty cool area. With good Wi-Fi and less people. Less people. <laughs> gotcha. Being in a tourist town, it's kind of rough. Because, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, uh, with my job, I drive a big truck in town. So it's like a lot of tourists. People don't know how to drive here. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So um, I live in Salt Lake, Utah. And the tourist town around here is Park City. And my wife used to work in park city for a while and that's a tourist you know and yeah it's crazy during certain seasons she's just trying to get to work and just people are crazy everywhere Ugh. oh yeah yeah batman wrote that he knows that from working at disney world i used to work uh -huh. at disneyland so i had i kind of got that a little bit in a smaller sense good thing no one visits detroit so i'm good <laughs> It's the northern part of the state that people go to here. So, Yeah. Well, and real quick, since you mentioned that, Ronimus, and I want to get back to Minor, um, you, uh, how are you doing? Are you guys all under, like, red skies right now, brown skies? It's it's hazy, but um, every, I think it's from uh, Parks and Rec. The one guy, I think it's around Burgundy, wants to send a letter to Canada. Um, yeah, if we could send is, one and is. tell him to uh, F off, it would be great. Yeah. I saw that episode. <laughs> So he's like, how much postage to send something to Canada? Like, what do you want to send him? I want to send a message to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Yeah, maybe you can build a wall to block the smoke. But yeah, no, uh, anyways, <laughs> we're in this world where the smoke coming. It's like us to the northeast of the part of the country too. So it's just a big circle. So we'll get it like two good days and two bad days, and two good days and two bad days. Both okay. in Central Oregon in about August. That's yeah. what we got to put oh. up with every summer. Yeah, every we've had that. Yeah, we've had the last few years, and uh, we get it. We get all the California and Oregon fires. They go over to Utah eventually, and oh yeah. I'm hoping this year will be better because of all the extra moisture we've had and generally cooler temperatures. I know it's warming up finally, but we will see. Yeah, the air quality is absolute dog shit right now, and it's like can't go outside and do anything because it's so bad. Mm. Ours is ours was an orange today. It's actually reached down here in North Carolina too. Ooh. Yeah, I could see a haze. You walk out and the blue sky was gray because of the smoke. Yeah, we, we had a, a couple of years ago, we had here uh, one of the, the passes that we drive over to get to like Portland area. Um, the air quality was so bad. Like they say, you know, the the air quality index is like, you know, when it gets up to two, three hundreds, it's really bad, like really bad. Don't go outside. Mm-hmm. And it was like in the six hundreds here. Like it mm-hmm. was absolutely terrible. And I mean, it, it, and it was devastation. People losing their homes, like they would just go back to nothing. A couple of the firefighters actually lost their engines because they couldn't get out fast enough. I don't think anybody died, but yeah, it, it was really bad. Yeah, those huge forests. I mean, yep. when you get a fire started, I'm sure it's the situation in Canada too. It's hard to stop it. You have just trees yeah. everywhere. Yeah, we are in an air quality alert until the first. So. Yep. Interesting. Yep, not very fun. Well, Miner, how full is your vault? I assume you play Destiny. <laughs> yes, I do. I actually just uh, just finished getting the catalyst for the Navigator here about I don't know an hour ago. Nice. A couple of friends. Um, my vault is around five eighty, five ninety. Um, I got to go back through it. I was kind of annoyed the last time they did the uh, the DLC. I wasn't paying attention because they raised the light of everything or the power level of everything. And the last time they did that, like, you know, they raised every power level up. Um, I got rid of everything that I hadn't used for, you know, the last six months or so. So, and that took me down to about 450. And then, you know, that's been over a year now because I did that before Wish Queen. So now it's back up to 580, 590. But I'm going to go through it here again pretty soon and just trash a bunch of stuff because, I mean, honestly, I I mostly use the crafted weapons once I get them, and I won't really use anything else. I'm not a big hand cannon guy, so I get rid of a bunch of those. Um, the only armors I have are the exotics that I want to keep, and the rest are just weapons, and most of them I don't use. Yeah. But that weapon well, right can be on. good in like four seasons. Come on now. Yeah, no, I see that, and I'm not, I'm not that kind of, that kind of player. Like, I could literally go in there right now, and just switch it to that. You know, when was the last time you put anything in the vault, kind of thing, and then just go to the end and just start deleting them. You know, I still have yeah. that time lost fate bringer that I'm not going to get rid of, and those kind of things. But other than that, you know, it's like, what's the point? Most yeah. of the time when someone says, oh, you need this. It's like, well, I have, you know, one of these. And, oh, yeah, no, that'll be fine. You can use that. So if it's always going exactly, to somewhere. If the, this, the exact same attitude that I have on this, 
I highly recommend everyone listen to an episode with Dan Finity. Shout out. We've had him on our show in the past, but this was an episode on the Blueberry Lounge a couple weeks ago. And he has the exact same mentality. I agree with kind of what you're saying too. There's, we have too many weapons in the game and everything. And a lot of them are, yes, there's new perks and stuff, but, and it's, if you want to chase that stuff, that's fine. That's fun. But if you start having too much stuff in your vault, there is stuff you can do. You can just kind of clean house and not worry about it. And you, and I'll tell you what, other than a handful of just your A-tier weapons that you know you're always going to use, there's always going to be something good that season you can get. It's oh, yeah. not like it's not like we're going to be playing a season and none of the weapons are good. And they're like, oh, dang it, I wish I had my so-and-so pulse from four seasons ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have things like the Taraxipose and all, all those weapons you get during those special events. Um, but you know, say like, um, you have a bunch of arc, um, submachine guns. Well, I mean, if you have an Ikelos, you're pretty good on that front in its entirety. So just get rid of everything else. In my opinion, like just get rid of everything else you have. That's not crafted because even if you have a crafted one and you don't have the role that you want, you can go and change it. Yeah. So I usually use dim. If it's got a thumbs up, I'll keep it. If it doesn't, it's gone. There you go. Yep, yep. There's a lot of things you can you can do. Oh, well, right on. So let's talk some destiny, everyone. And uh, this is, um, uh, I guess, per se, the as far as we know so far, the final week of the seasonal story. And we had a little cool mission at the end that, you know, once again, they can't make these missions too hard. You, you, they got to make it doable for a single player you know average destiny player that isn't necessarily the greatest to finish this one was way too easy though (laughs) i really i thought it was about the same easiness as most of them you thought it was even easier Mm -hmm. because i hopped in it with mr monkey and yeah it was quite easy but i just felt like well yeah and i wish they were longer and i wish you could replay them without having to go on another character and run everything through because Regardless of how easy it was, I thought it was a good enough ending mission. Uh, so it's like, you know, typical ending missions, like you hear all the voice lines, hurry, panic, we got to do stuff before everyone dies. I mean, not quite, but you know what I mean. And uh, Asha is getting, trying to get taken from a ritual with three wizards. And so you run through the room, you run through all the areas, you get to the final area, and it's way cool because when you get in that room, you can see Asha's eye looking through like a hole in the wall up higher. Did did anyone else notice that? Yeah, oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and it was all taken, takenified. And then you got the three wizards there. One, was it the same name? Or I only caught, Des, I don't know if you caught any of the names, but one was like Scream of Zavathun or something, or Voice of Zavathun. Yeah, I think they were different. Each one you killed was different. But it's one of these typical things, like they're doing a ritual and yeah. you have to kill them. And yeah, it was easy enough. And uh, yeah, Batman's saying it kind of looked like the Crota Soul Room from Dark Below. It I did. Mean, I thought yeah. the same thing. I was like, oh, this looks like something from a D1. The room did. It did. Reused oh, assets? Like a- no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I thought it's got that feeling too. I was like, it looks like a room from a D1 thing. Yeah. It really did. 
a, a sign of things to come. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Shut up, Dave. <laughs> oh, and also, and also, some screaming about um, uh, Sloane's arm. Hurry, we gotta before you know yes. something happens there. I forget all the voice lines. That was the last um, recording of Lance Reddick too. Oh. At the at the end, at when, the he, end yeah. when he talked to Sloan and everything <sighs> with what happened, that was the last thing he recorded. Uh, I'm gonna have to listen to that now. Sadly, I, I bypassed the mission and uh, read the Veil containment or the Veil research log or whatever his name to... said it yeah. from Bungie. It was his last recorded message. Gotcha. With Bungie. Gotcha. Mm. I hope they do something good for him next in like a season or two. Um, like some kind of, hopefully something big, but at least some kind of like memorial for the character, like a good send off for the character. Like it's going to have to be something. It's going to have to be, yeah, it's it's going to have to be something off screen though, because I mean, uh, unless they try some sort of AI thing with his voice, that's it's gonna. I, yeah, I honestly hope not. Like, I I would prefer it personally to be an off screen event that happens or maybe you know a non-speaking role or something he, right something happens and, somewhere and it's like oh Savala was there and then yeah you know something like that didn't Forbidden West just drop something in one of their zones for him they dropped a memorial to him in Forbidden West to Lance Reddick nice I, I did not hear that yeah because yeah. yeah, he was yeah he was uh, he was in that one it was surprising as well Silent. I forgot about that yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, so and good. it actually says it actually it's actually a memorial that says Lance Reddick, yeah, Reddick yeah. like yeah, yeah, himself. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Bungie could do that if they really wanted to have some cross cross. What's they call it the in like movie like the fifth wall or whatever? But you know, yeah, bring yeah. something in. I mean, okay, I haven't seen it yet, but at least from what I've seen like trailers the thing i really liked what they did for uh chadwick boseman for the black panther sequel mm-hmm. and the fact that they basically you know they buried his character and like i said i haven't seen the movie yet sadly i keep meaning to get around to that but like i said at least from what it looks like it's like they are using the character to memorialize the person at the very least you know but no they, they did yeah they as did. long as they don't pull a fast and furious i'm fine Okay. No. What? It's CGI. No, not just CGI. Yeah. I'm just the fact that technically, as far as I know, I haven't seen the like the last three or four of them or whatever. But as far as I know, Paul Walker's character is still alive, and the last yes. Fast of Fast and Furious I watched made mention is like, oh, but why don't we reach out to this guy? And it's just a stab to the heart because it's like, dude, no. Yeah, they still do that's... it. I've seen the I've seen the newest one, Fast X. They still mentioned that he's alive. Oh, they just, my it's, God. It's kind of that he's, they're kind of that he's off somewhere, not on screen, but off somewhere. Because Mia's just... still there, too. So That's just... Yeah. Uh, that's what I don't like. Because that's just, like I said, that's just like a painful reminder to me, anyway. Yep. All right, and then at the end of the mission, um, we get which it's not a total surprise for for most people, but still pretty cool and dramatic confirmation. Now the witch 
queen must rise. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Of course, of course. But it was it was cool the change of the voice too. <laughs> Every, I think everybody in our community caught that because I mean Imamu disappeared at the end of Witch Queen, so of course she's going to rise at some point in time. Yeah. Of course. She's not dead forever. Sooner or later. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. like how they did it still. Even being expected, I, I like how they did it. It was I yeah. To, yeah. it was it was a perfect timing. It worked well. And then oh the drama when you go back to the helm and uh everyone's oh, yeah, like Saint and, and yeah. yeah, everyone Saladin. is pissed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> They're like, Saladin's, we can't have this. Yeah. Yeah, Saint's like, I don't want to do this. I saw what they did to Osiris. Saladin's like, no, I don't trust her. You know. Yeah. And then Zavala's over there. Well, what was it? I, Eris and Ikora have it under control. I'm like, yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> this the this first is thing the went perfect... through my head. We're we're fucked. <laughs> this this is the perfect time for unexpected allies. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm expecting that's going to happen. It's oh, not yeah. like it's not like Witch Queen will come back and then Savlun will come back and then immediately like ha 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 and she blows up the tower and like it was a total worst case scenario. I think we yeah. work with her, and yes, there'll be some unexpected things where we get some downsides of working with her, but it's going to be one of those typical storylines where yeah, it's going to be upsides also. Hey, we're going to bring I mean, all these unexpected people to join us, Auntie, and like Hazel said, we're all going to hold hands. And yep, sing even with bring well, hands with Savathun Oryx, and who knows? Yep. Well, you kind of got the info with the trailer for new expansion. How you had to work with old people. Yes. Final shape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not convinced Oryx will. I'm I'm still not entirely convinced. I'm I could be wrong. I've I've been wrong about. It's, it's just fun things. to think of the dr- drama. But no, yeah, as, like we're all. Oh, no, yeah, hundred percent. Friends, we're all working together. <laughs> but um, it's a friend game. You know, like I kept mentioning, like the famous time I was wrong was when I took my stance that uh, Dresden Yor was a hunter. Wah wah. <laughs> <laughs> Things can happen. Years later, confirmation. He's Rezal Zir, a famous titan. <laughs> Damn it. Not a hunter. <laughs> well, no, because one of the things I clung to was the fact that Dresden Yor had a cape in D1. Right. And yeah, sure, a former Bungie writer was like, oh, pff, no, he's not a hunter. And was like, then why did you give him a cape? Why give him a cloak if he's not a hunter? He, he's a hunter, right? He's associated with hunters. Hand cannons associated with hunters since D1. It, it, it's a thing, right? Eh, no, give, no. Give things me, happen. Then give, and... give me a cloak for my Titan, then. I'll gladly wear it. Saladin has one. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh. but no, so, yeah, that was, that, that was my hill that I took a stance on, and uh, it turned out <laughs> not, it is. not good. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, do we think? I mean, there's not really any other triumphs that show, but we know they could add more triumphs in the mid-season patch coming out. But do we think that this? I'm kind of guessing and thinking any exotic quest that comes out will be more integrated in the season than even in the past. And then, do we also think there might be like an epilogue story at the end, or maybe just one of one or the other? 
I feel like there'll be an epilogue story at the end of the season. I just, I, I feel like there's going to be something. I don't feel like that was everything. I really, don't. I, to me, I don't. Is it going to yeah. be that, or you think it's going to be hi- hiding in this supposed exotic quest we're getting? I mean, I've gotten the two pieces so far from Nessus and Throne World, so. Yeah, and uh, what a time in Destiny where, you know, I can be on the podcast and I'm just fishing. I did get my second exotic fish, but uh, this is a perfect time to uh, just do boring fishing and get the other fish so I can do the little legendary quest. Yeah, it was funny that to the first quest for, since I was on vacation, I had to catch up, do Throne World this week. It took me almost completing that to platinum to get my exotic. I went and did Nessus a little bit the the night on Tuesday, and then last night went and did it. Caught about four fish and got an exotic. Went and turned it in. Didn't have to complete the quest. So, yeah, I was like, wow. <laughs> but if you just want the exotics, and this is part of the um, twid, but uh, uh, which we were going to talk about anyways. But um, you can wait till next week, and you'll have a higher chance for all three next yep. week. Because it's lucky week that? for fishing. Bungie something week? Lucky Mac week. week or something like that? Bungie lucky week? Is that what it was? It's, they're literally call in the twelve, they literally call it lucky week. Oh, that's right. I didn't get to read it today. So and that's on the fourth too, right? It's kind of funny how the reset will yeah. match up with the fourth. So, And it also seems like that would also be the time the exotic quest would come out, if it does. So we could be having fun on the 4th before other festivities if we happen to be available during the day playing Destiny. Indeed. At least I'm going to be available just in case something's going on in-game. <laughs> well, y'all let me know. I'm camping. I'll be like 20 minutes from my house at a camp. If it is, I'll come. I'll, I'll drive home and do it. <laughs> no, you will not. Yes, I will. I'm 10 minutes. I'm like 15 minutes from my house. Yes, I will. He's going to drop the kids <laughs> and the wife off and it's like, oh, I got to go back to work. They can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so all week. That's what they're oh. going to do all week anyway. I'm going to work from the campground. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, uh, minor. Have you, have you done much fishing? What do you, what do you like to do in the game in general? Like what's your favorite type of activities? You have your chance. Um, honestly, it, whatever strikes my fancy. So like, uh, last week I did the fishing because I heard about that uh, exotic fish. I forgot all about it this week. I was just running um, the this past weekend, and then yesterday and today I've been running like th- jumping in LFGs, doing rooter nightmares. Um, you know, um, doing the dungeon, getting catalyst, that kind of thing. You know, it's just and other than that. And then uh, I know everybody, but you know, Gator. Not RNG, but I know everybody but Gator is going to hate me for this, but I just I usually just go get bounties and get all the bright dust I can because I'm a bright dust hoarder. Nice. Do you buy a lot of stuff too, or do you just like to have a lot yes. just in case? No, okay. no, no. I, I actually buy a lot of stuff. Nice. Like, anything cool I can get with bright dust. I think I have around like 25,000 bright dust right now. Nice. Would Would you actually spend money for bright dust if they had that as an option? No. No, which is why I do the bounties because it's it's free. It's like free money. You know, anything yeah. you have all these things that like, oh, you can buy this for a thousand silver, but most of the time yeah, it's like when mean, you wait three weeks, it's for brightness. So it doesn't uh-huh. necessarily mean a money option would only be very expensive. I mean, in theory yeah. they could have some option for five well, bucks gives you tons of bright dust, but 
you know. I mean, it's it's actually a good like uh, it, it's a good like premium currency balance because you have the yeah. premium currency which is silver, but silver dust is your free to play method. And I do enjoy the fact that the difference between the two, which as a premium currency versus non should be, in my opinion, is the fact that premium currency will cost you money, whereas the free-to-play route costs you time. Yep. And I mean, yeah. most people, a lot of the people, you ask them, like, well, time is money. And, you know, they're not completely wrong, but, but it's one of those, I'm going worries. to do a raid, I'm going to grab yeah. the bounties. If I'm doing the... Uh, whatever the seasonal events, I'm going to grab the bounties, even though those are only XP. If I'm going into, like, this past weekend, I was doing Grandmasters, so I went and grabbed Vanguard bounties. Like, I, I'm going to be in there anyways. Might as well just get it. But that's not, that's not... That's not my definition of running bounties, and I think Gators either. <laughs> yes, I everyone grab, should do that. I You're grab... stupid not to grab bounties if you oh, need no. to level up yes. your season pass, I mean, but do you actually don't get me ever... Wrong. Grab bounties I'll, I'll just go. because, and then you look what yeah. they're saying. You're on, gotcha, gotcha. Oh okay. no, I do that too. Like if I if there's you know if I'm not gonna run the GM for the week, like I'm probably not gonna do it this week, and I'll go grab Vanguard bounties. And if it says use a glaive and use a hand cannon, which I hardly ever use either, like I will switch to those and run through however much of a um of a strike I have to to get the kills with them. There and you go. Switch so you're out a true bounty person. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're yeah. a true bounty person. That's that's my definition running bounties because it's like you're picking them up because you actually want to do them for some reason yeah. other than yep. you might as well you're losing out if you don't pick up certain ones when you're doing activities. Yep. Right. Oh no. That's kind of where yeah. people draw the line if they love bounties or not. Oh, I I do the I do it those ways too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Run run a, usually run solar or whatever you run for a crucible. If it says like get void ability kills, like up oh, okay, well I guess I'm running this one void now. So yeah, that's definitely and, how I do bounties most of the time. And do you feel like doing that has ever caused and I know it's minor, uh, <laughs> but uh, do you feel like <laughs> doing those have ever caused minor um problems with playing it because you're not playing it the most efficient way? No. You don't feel like that? Okay, that's nah. good. No, if I ever just want to gung ho it, then I'll I'll switch the weapons I'm you know that I'm best at it with. Like I like again, I'm one of the weird ones. I actually like playing Gambit, and you know one of the best <sighs> one of the best builds I like using is a hung jury. The um, and I always forget the name of the trace rifle, even I, though I use it all the time. The uh, the ruinous effigy, and uh, just just a heavy, you know, any heavy rockets, whatever. And you know, if you've never taken ruinous effigy in a gambit match, it I recommend it because <laughs> it was so much fun. Like you kill as long as you kill one small enemy, grab that ball and go dunk it, like just slam it in the middle of a group of enemies, you'll kill everything around you. Yeah. Hmm. See, you like Gambit, you liked Final Fantasy 15, you're a man after my own heart. I love it. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I enjoy playing Gambit. I even play it by myself. I, I don't care. Yeah, I like Gambit, sir. Yeah, I, I tell people all you the time. It. I I have uh, what is it like thirty two Army of Ones in there now. It's come a long <laughs> nice. way. I think they got it decently balanced now. So I'll definitely play Gambit with a group. I don't even like to play Crucible with a group, but I'll play Gambit with a group. Yeah, for sure. Yep. 
definitely has some potential there. Okay. Well, let's talk about this week in Destiny. <laughs> Twap. The twin. I just like calling it this week in Destiny. You guys can call it whatever you want. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that's right. They they're switching it to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because Bungie is just gonna... Destiny now. But Matter and Marathon come out. What are they going to call those two? Ooh, <laughs> ooh, twim. two M's. <laughs> well, one of them's going to be the Twim, but what's the other one going to be? You can't even. Matter will be the name. Both, Isn't that the code name? M A. I don't know. Hmm. But right now they're in this dilemma. I can't wait till somebody's playing Marathon and then they get a contesting Destiny servers and when they're playing in it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They won't. You actually think that'll happen? I yeah. From what I understand, they they're gonna have so much protection. I they have a whole different server infrastructure for that game. I guarantee it. (laughs) They're doing dedicated servers. Yeah. Yeah. Damn done. Yeah. So I mean, they need a different infrastructure. I mean, because I mean, it's just the difference between dedicated and peer to peer. So I mean. Um, yeah. I mean, really the good news. This week too. Shut up! Let me talk about it. God, Jez, <laughs> <laughs> let me talk about. No, go for it. You, you right. talk about it. <laughs> um, no, no. Hilariously, we already went through half of the twab or twid. Sorry, <laughs> it's going to take me a while. Um, when we went through half of it with Lucky Week, it's a thing. Um. But no, the like the the meat of this squid is freaking tech talk, which I knew Kingsley just had a field day reading over some of this stuff. I mean, honestly, I haven't got bored with some of it. They 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 talked a little they too did. much on the history. They, I'm like, just get yeah. to the what you're gonna do to fix it. They overmanned yeah. it. They did mansplain the, it too much. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So they talk about a lot of the uh. Server security safety net stuff, especially the what they call the claim side, which the claim side is every it keeps track of like everything. It keeps track of where your character is, like where it should be, where it is on your side, where it is on server side, uh, where every piece, like every orb of power is, where every piece of glimmer is, and making sure it goes all to the right places and at the right times. Which is super impressive whenever they put it that way, that it even works to begin with, because that's a lot of stuff in Destiny to be keeping track of. And you multiply that by, like, three in your fire team, and potentially, uh, what's the zone's limit? Twelve? Still? Yeah, probably. Anyway. So, yeah. There's a lot of stuff to keep track of. But, so, uh, some of their issues comes with uh, claim side, and it... Not it. It's not behaving properly. Um, not a hundred percent properly, which is one reason why they uh, occasionally have to like take Destiny down, is because some things don't work themselves out properly. Um, so they have to kind of take it down. They have to kind of fix it. And the claim side thing is like the services side main priority to fix right now. Yeah. Um, and again, the reason why this even started, because it, things were working before, but ironically, all this started from their idea of wanting to upgrade their server yes. infrastructure. And when they started all that, that's when all this hell started breaking loose. Now, hilariously, because they want to, 
this is the kicker for me, and I'm wondering if it isn't the reason for them even talking about it. I, I think they're trying to potentially infer the fact that this engine could be going on for longer than we think. Well, game engine probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking about like wanting to upgrade things for major releases beyond the Lightfall major releases beyond Lightfall, and it's like there's only one <laughs> that we know of. So, uh, yeah, I think this is like, I think a lot of this talk might have well, might also kind of be a sly, you know. We've got more stuff planned. Um, you know? Because yeah. I, I just I just personally found that weird, that they would mention, like, future releases and safeguarding for future and it's like yeah okay um but no yeah right now um they are 100% uh looking to work on claims and make sure it's quote unquote their their quotes by the way uh self healing um can actually work properly so they don't have to take destiny like down again um so essentially, it, as far as what I'm gathering, like once this service gets like fixed and ironed out, it will not only like allow for better fixes potentially, like better server side fixes. It almost sounds like in the future, but also like like heavy congested, uh, like when the servers get congested, because you can always tell, or at least could have in the past. You can always tell when things were like at a peak in Destiny time for servers because uh, certain moats and things uh, were <laughs> drastically difficult to pick up, um, which is a claim side issue. So again, they're looking to iron that out and make all that smoother for congestion as well as potentially better modulated for better fixes in the future. Yeah. And if you want to read the entire paragraph, have at it. Go for it. But <laughs> I would like to give my little t- TLDR where the rubber meets the road basically is mid-season patch coming out I don't know, a few weeks or whatever. Update 7.1.5. Things may get a little bit better. Basically what they're planning on doing is having some things in place where they will minimize the length of problems. So even if we're still having some server downtimes, they are hoping that with this mid-season patch they won't be as bad. So things may get a little bit better mid-season. Next season, beginning of season 22, that's another milestone. They said the things will be in place of kind of finalizing a lot of, not totally finalizing, but finalizing some bigger things that they've been working on. So things should get even better beginning of next season with a lot of fancy words they use with self-healing and changing claims over to auto system over to other places where even if something was to go down, it can kind of self-heal immediately in theory. Yes. And then season 23, more changes, but that was even more vague. So those, yeah. are the road, those are the roadmaps, maybe a little bit better mid-season, and then I would say even more moderately better beginning of next season, if we were to take their word for it. Yeah. Uh, I think Hammer put it the best way in chat. Uh, it's a lot harder to renovate a house with the people living in it. We are the people living in the house under construction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, because, yeah, for sure. Go ahead, uh, RNG. 
Yeah. It's just like at work right now, we're upgrading our server team. One of the things is getting all the servers upgraded to, I think, 2019. So, and they were talking about draining servers the other day that Bungie was. I'm like, I know exactly what they're doing. Now yeah. draining them. I'm like, they're, they're probably needing to upgrade them to a newer version of a server. It's probably what they yeah. need. They're probably waited too long, got too many them built up, and they're trying to catch up. Otherwise, yeah. they're not working anymore. No. That there's so many ways to play this. We give them a lot of benefit of the doubt, and we should. And I continue to do so, especially since now they're telling us more. Um, yeah, I I do feel like they still probably could have done a better job. It's not like doing this you have to have as much downtime as you're having. There are ways to do it where it can go a little more reliably, uh, but we do have to expect some issues also. So it's kind of one yeah. of those. Eh, you know, both both things are true. I hope that they get things figured out as quickly as they can, and with this information, and especially if things get even just slightly better and then more better season 23, then I think we're okay, everyone. Hopefully Bungie's getting yeah. past the biggest Wait, time you, of the issues. You mean money that's spent on Destiny is actually going back into Destiny? I don't care how the, where the money is. Let's, <laughs> let's hope that they can <laughs> get the people to do this. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say none of it is going back into <laughs> Destiny, but definitely not all of it's going into Destiny. Well, of course I mean, not. Of course you not. can't. You can't be too naive to think that, like, well, when we all pay for the final shape, like that's all going into whatever look, they're doing next. This is not no. even just a money issue. That I, I, if I had to guess, this is sixty percent to ninety percent just a talent and and not not planning issue. Good enough. Not a money yeah. issue. That's what I'm yeah. guessing well, this I mean, is. It's like I heard a quote. They said, so Bungie is a company. They started with, let's say, Halo. If there wasn't no Halo, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be Destiny. If there wasn't no Destiny, it wouldn't be Marathon. If there wasn't no Marathon, it wouldn't be Matt. You know, these games build on each other. They're a company. Mm -hmm. I, mean, mm -hmm. I, mean, they, I mean, this is the way it works. I mean, you got I mean, yeah. companies. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, it's probably hard finding good talent still too. I see this all the time. Like I have such good security in a lot of my companies doing contract work because there's like they're, they're looking to hire IT guys, all these very specific skills and they're just not finding these people. And mm -hmm. it's got to be the same thing with Bungie server infrastructure team for all we know, a lot left for higher paying things and they're having a hard time finding the talent. And people maybe they got some newer Sorry, no offense, but younger people, you know, on that claim, they know these things really well. And then they're like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it good. This, this, and this. But they just don't have enough life experience yet to, oh, yeah. we didn't think of this little edge case. And, and now we're getting those repercussions. That right. definitely kind of sounds like it because I believe they mentioned in the paragraph the fact that they tested these changes, but these issues did not surface until being implemented into live service. Uh, so it was something that happened with size. Like say, but, probably you know, test is fine with 20, 50 people, but when you start putting thousands of people in the yeah. different, yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to act a little differently. It's yep. going to run yeah. a little harder. Your load's going to get, the load on the server is going to get bigger. Yeah. So. And <laughs> talking about where the money is going, I mean, we do have to remember also, Bungie is business. Any business's primary goal no matter how like philanthropic they are or how that said that wrong I, either way but no matter how like gracious and whatever they are 
their business and the primary goal of a business is to make money because they have to to keep going as a business they have to make money to yeah they have to pay current they have to have a cushion just in case things go down they have to be able to pay for future projects and they have to be able to pay for future staff for future projects i mean it's a business they can make money that that's kind of how i was i was listening to uh the two titans and hunter and when parody was saying the same thing i was just you know if he could only hear me like yes thank you thank you it's like people are so mad it's like do you guys not understand what happens on the back end of these things like that's it doesn't just come out of thin air like they have to pay for things you know exactly and to think about like the giant the just the cushion that they had to save like it's old news by now but to buy their like contract or whatever it was from Activision to own Destiny again. I mean, just imagine like how much they had to cut back and like save it back just to be able to make that move. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's, I think. That's, yeah, yeah. I think they did a good job of coming out with this information this week, because if they hadn't, and we were still continuing having a lot of issues, it's just odd, because they are usually pretty communicative with us, and regardless of all the above saying, they can still get to a point where even us that love Bungie are like, come on, dude, you got to get these server issues, oh, yeah. or at least communicate to us what's happening. Um, but they did it finally, yay! So yeah. for us being Bungie shells, <laughs> I think we're okay right now. And you say <laughs> that, that like you know I say that lovingly. It's it's how I take Kingsley when it works, <laughs> they love us. When it don't work, oh my gosh! We're the devil. We're the devil. We're the devil. Right, and yeah. it's our fault. Yep. Even when it's the vendor's fault. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, hey, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're either the savior that pulls them out of the fire, or you're Satan. Uh, yeah, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, uh, anything else in the twid that you want to talk about, Des, or anyone else? Um, they make a special. They make a special. They make a special mention. It's super weird that uh, the witness origin trailer will or cutscene will be visible after Lightfall. Mm -hmm. I think they mentioned so that. That's strange to me. Like, why? I mean, to be fair, it is actually a huge piece that will like supplement if anybody new comes to Final Shape. Um, that thing can like supplement some knowledge, but also that just seems super weird that this seasonal cutscene seemingly is being made like super available. That's just an odd, uh, just an odd decision to me. So yeah, that's that's it. I mean, maybe we'll hear about more too. Maybe this is the first of it. I mean, I don't know. I can only hope we get more fantastic revelations um, where I can again be proven wrong that uh, we're going to know so much. And no, no, we we, no, yeah. I think a lot of it's just a piece in the community right now because they got a little bit of a backlash by some of the higher tiered um, people that make content. So I think that was a. 
good PR move on their point to get it out, but it just proves my point that the content creators are assholes and just need to shut up and deal with it. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong there. Yep. Most uh, of them. I mean, again, because most people are fine, but yeah, I get it. I get no, it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Most. I. Here's the thing. Content creators are like a business. Yeah. yeah. They have to keep their longevity and they have to look out for number one. But the way they look out for number one is their popularity. Yeah. So they, they have to stay like popular and relevant or they can't pay their bills. And I think mean, of it this way, yeah. people complain about their jobs when things aren't going right. So it's the same thing. Yeah. That's their jobs. And then they complain. You know, you complain about your employer if they make choices you don't like. Well, these people are complaining about their employer, Bungie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, but it's... I think our it, job is to ignore a lot of the ones that make a lot of noise. But there I you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I ignore most of them, actually. <laughs> I haven't watched them in forever. Uh, go watch Mylan. He's fantastic, and he's a great guy. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Generally, I like Fallout Plays. He's good. Fallout's uh, Fallout, yeah, yeah, Fallout's, Fallout's good people. He he actively also is a content creator that flies in the face of the algorithm. So He talked about, yeah, that video that I posted, he was talking about this, and he's even considering maybe not being Destiny only. He did CSGO, and it didn't work out well for him, but... He was just yeah, talking was about yeah. what he wants to do and what he's he's trying to be proactive and say like, well, maybe I won't be Bungie full time or maybe I will. But it was he's... cool just hearing the real talk from him. Yeah, but also if he's going to do that, he's going to need a separate channel entirely uh, because the way you yeah. do YouTube's algorithm works, it like yeah, it yeah. bundles content. So if you get pigeonholed into a content and then you post another thing that's not that content, it actually does not get the traction that it should. Yeah. So yeah. It's a game you have to play. It's why I never wanted to yeah. go on that stuff. More power for everyone who does, who makes YouTube videos, who does Twitch and stuff. And I knew this and, way back. I could have started Twitch when no one was doing it and D1, D2, and probably have built up <laughs> something by now. Uh, right. But I even saw the writing on the wall back then. Even with having some time, I'm like, no, you kind of get beholden to what people want you to do and what the game wants you to do. And I don't want to do mean, that in the long run. Yeah, the best thing to do, well, I, I guess for any aspiring content creator out there, uh, the best thing to do, just from what I've seen from like successful ones and like nice ones and such, uh, just kind of don't be a dick. <laughs> um, it's 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 kind of that simple. Um, if you like variety, stream variety. In fact, variety isn't like a bad thing to be honest like uh, yeah. i've never understood like i've i've said on rng like don't like you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into a singular thing um because once that thing fails you're screwed well, I mean, um or if you don't care yeah. you know like if you're yeah yeah but if you're doing it for for money for sure yeah well, yeah two of the people I, mean, I started watching destiny with king Gathalian and lupo King King Gathalian was streaming nothing but Destiny, and he saw it as it even early in D one when he had content drought. He went and did Borderlands and other stuff. People loved it. Well, you see, and now that's the he's thing, a though. great variety streamer. He does. He comes back and does Destiny. 
but he's going to go do other stuff, and people know that now, and he still gets the views, you know, because he, yeah. he made it. No, but no, the hilarious thing about Gathalion and Broman specifically uh-huh. is they took a chance on Destiny. They were yeah. speedrunners. Yeah. He they had the existing communities. Yeah. yeah, they had existing communities, and they took a massive hit just to, like, mainline Destiny. Mm-hmm. And yet they still, like you said, they still, they persevered, they trudged through it, and they're still, like, massive. And, I mean, good Lord, Broman has, he still has the coffee, right? Yeah, they got, I yes. mean, think oh, about yeah. it, they started, they started, so, yeah. Coast. they they started yeah. Guardian Con, and they've gotten out of that They're now smart. that other people run it. They just they are yeah. smart. Just get yeah. them going and get to something else. I mean, yeah, they, they are smart. Yeah, Diversify, yeah. get into different things. Exactly. I mean, yep. with my IT stuff, too, I, I was very specialized what I did. And today, I do so many more things with security and cloud and stuff. And you got you to gotta do that if you just want to be relevant. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a game that no matter... It's content creation is like a business. You've got to find what works for you or trudge through and suffer until it potentially does. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's all risk reward. Are you and willing to I, risk it for a reward? Yeah. And that's what I love about how our podcast works also. And a lot of the destiny podcasts, I know maybe some, especially ones in the past, were trying to do it more for business reasons, potentially, but you know, joking about like, you know, content creators should just, you know, do what they want and not listen to people complaining like, oh, you should just run raids all day or PvP all day or whatever. But if, you know, I joke like, well, if people told us, you guys should just talk about certain things in the game. Mm, sorry, we'll talk about what we want to talk about. Although yeah. we do love all your feedback, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> but we, see, we, we are just... doing this. What what's our co- what's our cost benefit ratio, Des? Nothing. We're not making any money. Yeah, I mean this. <laughs> you, you can't threaten a man with nothing to lose, and we <laughs> literally have nothing to lose because we don't have like anything in this. We're not yeah. getting anything out of this. I mean, there's nothing for us to lose. But um, I mean that's why you know amidst certain uh, critiques, I still go over the lore because I love it and I know it. So I mean. I still go over it, so I apologize if that's not your thing, but it's what I love, and it's always what I've, you know, like, really put forward above anything else I, like, I, I'm more than just a one-trick pony, okay? I don't just know lore. I know a lot. Lore, <laughs> for whatever reason, is what shines through, so. <laughs> I guess I do kind of get pigeonholed, um, <laughs> just a little <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. I do like to talk about a lot of things, but I do get kind of pigeonholed into the lore. But it's fine because I love it, and it's crazy and it's weird. But anyhow, but yeah, consecration. Do do that thing. Just be you amped up to like eleven. Be like a wrestler, essentially. <laughs> the most successful wrestling gimmicks are the wrestlers that are essentially themselves, but like amped up to eleven. Yeah, because like you know, like right now, take Roman Reigns. He is yeah. Everybody hates him, but he does it so damn well. Yeah, and it, right now he is more himself than he has ever been. Ever um, been. Yep. Um. Uh. Another fantastic approach to taking yourself and amping up to eleven is the Miz. Mm-hmm. He truly was kind of a despicable asshole. 
like back in the day, but now that he has kids, I mean, you hear like behind the scenes and such, he's a completely different person now, but he's still that same lovable asshole in the ring. Yep. So yeah, just be you, just amped up to 11. And if it works, it works. But if it doesn't, well, you either adapt or die. Yep. And if, if, uh, I mean, it sounds like Destiny is going to be around forever anyways because there's stuff after Final Shape, yada, yada. But if for some reason there wasn't, if for some reason there wasn't, you know, we have such a chill thing going here. And if I didn't care about matter, maybe one of y'all could keep it going or whatever. But maybe I would say, okay, I'm done because I don't care about, or sorry, um, Marathon. But um, it it is... We have less to lose, you're right, because yeah. we don't have as much invested. I'll turn this into a Final Fantasy podcast, and you can all suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. There's, there's room for everything. <laughs> because yep. if there's one thing I know better than Destiny lore, it's the crazy world of Final Fantasy and Square Enix. Uh, also, speaking of which, uh, fantastic news from a N- Nintendo Direct. They are remaking... Super Mario RPG. RPG. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I heard something. Yeah, I heard about that. Hilariously, another classic Square Enix game. Um, uh huh. Yeah. You guys paid, you guys been paid they need to the quit RPG screwing stuff. around and remake Chrono Trigger. I'm tired of this shit. That's that's not gonna happen. I know it's not. <laughs> yeah one one of the creators is uh like one of the people major people latched on to Chrono Trigger has like his own uh-huh. studio now and and he's yep. making an issue with it now. So oh, yeah. that's once <clears throat> once I learned that I stopped begging for Chrono Trigger like anything because I play Final Fantasy gotchas and I want Chrono Trigger characters in my games. Yep. But that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Like but it was a great game, but because of the three main oh, people so that they good. used for it were used for it, it's like that's never going to be redone. Yeah, I mean, Hironobu Sakaguchi isn't a problem. It's just, oh, what's his? It's like Armor Games or something like that. Whatever studio he runs now, but yeah, it's yeah, it's sad. But um, but no, so yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of which, um, hilarious. Square Enix basically has a monopoly on the greatest RPGs on the SNES. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Final Fantasy uh, four, five, six, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, all fantastic yeah, RPGs I, done by Square Enix. New, <laughs> another Super Mario Brothers game they announced, a new one actually. That oh yeah, no, yes, yeah, really like good. It's too. a new, yeah, it's like a new two D one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome one. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, I was shocked into the uh, FTC lawsuit going on right now. No, uh, can what? you give us the TLDR on that? I mean, a little uh, bit, but yes, um, seems like you Nintendo's have <laughs> coming out with a new Switch real soon. They got leaked uh-huh. out today by Activision CEO. Oh, um, yeah, they're gonna make Call of Duty for the Switch. Oh, um, the new consoles are coming out in 2028. Uh, the Xbox 720 and the PlayStation 6. Um. But they're going back and forth. There's like emails. Um, at one point, Xbox had Bungie on their list to buy as a studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Good luck with that. So, well, that was it, probably before the Sony thing, anyways, that was before right? Before Sony. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was before Sony. Yes, but yeah. they were on a list with a couple yeah. other ones. Yeah. Um, CD Projekt Red. Heard that rumor. 
yeah. is possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. bought by Xbox. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff going on. They're all bickering back at each other. They're talking about if this does go through, that Activision going forward will get nothing, no development kits from PlayStation <laughs> for games going forward. So, hmm. It's just been interesting. There's a lot out there to digest. So yeah, I got I got a buddy of mine. Uh, he's he's in a few of the uh, uh, the local, um, you know, all of us with our discords and everything. Was he uses his name Squirtle, and he's the guy's like my go-to for any video game knowledge. Like the guy knows everything. He was telling me all about that the whole Activision and Microsoft thing today, and he's like, it's not looking good for Microsoft at all. Like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Why would Microsoft even want Activision after Activision's entire faux pas anyway? God. They want no they, idea. It's like, I mean, it's um, got to be the game. It's got to be the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be like the game library, essentially. It's like, they just don't care it's, about the publicity. It's that and their yeah. mobile platform they got, because they got King, too, I think, as the mobile games. Mm. King Studios. Yeah. So huh. they're trying to get. I mean, yeah, yeah it's all. Just, candy Crush it's, people, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's equity. I mean. But <sighs> even if they were to get to Activision, I, I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to have less competition out there, but uh, maybe they should just chill out on trying all this stuff and just find other ways to compete. <laughs> Well, it's just yeah. going to change the market. That's all it's going to do. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think they're done. Yeah. But probably just like, I mean, it's not really much different than the old console wars between Nintendo and Sega anyway, to be honest. So, yeah. I mean, it re- it's just a new generation of kids now get to go through that um, of like first party developers and. This, that, and the other. Yeah. I was watching, watching a video of the guy today. He was talking about how he used to get all this random, like, good stuff in these, like, premium kits. Now you get, like, operator skins and extra XP nowadays. So it's not like you're getting the RC car, or the drone, or the binoculars, or whatever you're getting in, like, the collector's edition sets. You're getting, like, operator skins. Yeah, I mean... I, that even in computer stuff in the computer world, um, from vendors and from Apple companies I work with, they would send us tons of swag all the time, like in the early 2000s, like hundreds of dollars worth of stuff in the mail for just being a vendor, being a consultant, and stuff like that. And now it's like, you know, you're lucky if you get a little free code for the software if you promote the software. <laughs> That's like best case scenario. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing also because, I mean, I think that might be like, I probably shouldn't start talking about that. Never mind. That's, that's a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm going to stop myself there. Yeah. I'm going to stop myself there. <laughs> We're going to go on for like another 30 minutes if I start that. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to put that one to bed right there. <laughs> You'll need to continue the next week. But, but I do want to say, because yeah, it's a good point. You said that does too, because I was going to start wrapping up here. But I... But no, thanks for saying that, Rodimus and Miners. Pleasure having you on. Any other? But since yeah, you are the the newest guest here, any other things on your mind before we close up shop here? But huh? even if not, 
after you talk about anything, tell us what your favorite dessert is. After I talk about it, um, I don't have anything else to say. Um, I'm not, I'm more of a savory guy than a dessert guy. Um, and it's really funny because I, I'm pretty much the cook in my house and my wife has, you know, within the last, I'd say 10 years turned into the baker and she makes this, it's, it's like a, a blueberry buttermilk pie that she makes that I absolutely love. It's amazing. And that's, that's probably my favorite dessert. Honestly, amazing. as far as everything else goes, no, there's not, not really much on my mind. I just popped in to say hi. Well, so glad you could make it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks for having me guys. Great pleasure. And of course, thank you, RNG. Thank you, Rodimus. It's uh, always nice to hear what we're all doing in the game, especially since like maybe, you know, not as many things are going on destiny right now. There's always tons to talk about. I love to hear what people are doing in the games um, and everything like that. So, yeah. Hopefully my, because I'm I'm on my phone, so hopefully the feedback oh, wasn't sounds too great. bad. No, sounds good quality. Like phone, phone, like a headset or anything, or just speakerphone? No, just yeah, just a speakerphone. Wow, that actually sounds super good for a speakerphone. It does. Yeah, yeah. the good old Samsung. <laughs> I, I am not an Apple guy. A man after my own heart. I keep saying it has yeah. nothing to do with it. I hear good quality in the Apple <laughs> ones too. <laughs> I've had both. Uh, both I'm not a I'm not a tech guy, so I will absolutely take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like fair information. You're not going to get me to not say something against that, but, yeah. but I will agree that the Samsung that you're on has really good quality. It yeah. how how new of a phone is it? Uh, it's the Ultra 23. So mm, pretty new. Just new? came out okay. recently. Samsung 8. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they, I would have so an older phones, one. They put more microphones and stuff, so it does help with the voice echoing. And yeah, well, and see, and I would have an older phone, but I uh, just uh, happenstance accident on the Samsungs that are supposed to have um, unbreakable screens. Um, not when you drop <laughs> accidentally drop a bottle of hot sauce on it. Apparently, <laughs> that's what that's what happened to my last one. I was just looking up a recipe, set it down, bottle of hot sauce fell out of the cupboard. And literally cracked my screen, and I was oh, like, "That's that. not supposed to be possible. What the hell?" Oh, that sucks, so, man. Yeah, it's the best and it just what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was really hot. <laughs> well, it, yeah, right. Well, actually, the bottle is called the hottest fucking sauce. So, um, <laughs> see, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and it was really funny because I get no no end to the grief I get from my wife because the day it happened, and I didn't know this. The day it happened was the day that the current phone that I have came out. So, mm. <laughs> well, no, it's like, sure. Accident. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I asked the guy, I'm like, so when's the next new phone coming out? He's like, right now, this is it. I'm like, no, shut up. He's like, no, no I'm way. dead serious. This is the phone. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> well, keep this phone, Fantastic. sir. It sounds like a good one. <laughs> oh, thank you. Fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Fantastic. That's great. <laughs> well, people can find you as minor in the Discord, or you have a different name. How do people no. find no, you? No, uh, it's just mo- most of the time it's minor in the Discord, unless we do something uh, you know, fun in the uh, in the Patreon channel of the uh, Guardian Downcast. Um, you find me on, and I'm always on PS5 as Mr. Minor 17. So, a funny Excellent. name there. 
And right. Bungie's the uh, it's Mr. Minor Seventeen hashtag seventeen seventeen. Whoa! Yep. Nice. Branding. Gotta be some crazy, there's got to be some crazy algorithm there. What gave me those numbers? So. Right. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Lucky you need to buy a lottery ticket, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, RNG. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being a mod. Thanks for being in the community, and thanks for being a nice, chill person to talk to us this evening. Any any way people can get a hold of you, they know you as RNG Gator in the Discord. Yep, you can find me as yep RNG Gator in the Discord's Twitter, pretty much everywhere. Same name. Excellent, Rodimus. Love having you on. Always appreciate your opinion and no uh, how you help us keep channels and track because we don't need to worry about it but we know you would help us anyways <laughs> uh, people can find you as what big rod prime right now uh big rod prime here um i just updated my actual like discord name because rodimus prime was taken so i used rodimus productions oh nice Ooh, is that a hint to anything coming up maybe there's something coming down the line nice. all right working on some stuff right now speaking right. of that i couldn't even take my name my name. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't pick my name either. I had to change it to dude. It's minor. I'm sorry, guys. I was able to get mine. <laughs> I got it a few weeks ago too. Probably. Yeah, I don't know how too. long I've had Discord compared to you guys, but Kingsley Mac, I knew was already one that probably wouldn't be taken by anyone else. So when I was when they did have us do it, I got Kingsley Mac again. Nice. Ah, uh, well. But hey, that was Rodimus. Uh, Rodimus Productions is good, and yeah. So, Des, yours again was what? Uh, well, in the Discord, I am currently Deseract, but as my mm -hmm. truest Discord name, I had to go long form with Death Switch Raven. So. That works. Yeah. So people can find you as that. Yes, um, Deseract or <laughs> Des Mr. Heartbreak Raven in the Guardian Downcast Discord. Um, because that is... A funny on inside joke. Come join us, plays Marvel Snap, and yeah. Anyway, yeah. join over there to see what they're talking about. And uh, Sin, who knows how you can find him? He's probably selling cars right now or driving on a long drive. But shout out, Sin. Sorry you couldn't make it tonight. Or refinishing countertops. Yes, with posting the pictures on how that is going. The paneling. Shout out okay. to getting all that done, Mr. Sin, the Handyman Media. I don't know what I'm saying. He's better at those last minute <laughs> quips than I am. <laughs> and you can find me as Kingsley Mac all the places, everywhere, including Twitter, even though I don't really do Twitter anymore. And you can find our show as The Guardian Hub by that name on Twitter or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Des. And thank you, everyone else that joined the podcast tonight. And very special thanks to the guests listening in and all of you listening this week to the podcast. We will catch you all again next week. Have a good one. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.